you are divine. Hello there, my beautiful authentic seekers, and welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is one of those where there's a video counterpart that actually comes out. If you're listening to the podcast as it's going up right now, like the day of, then this is actually going to come out tomorrow for you, which is March 1st. Wait, no, that's a lie. Um, March 7th. It's the day of the full moon. The video will be going out. So uh, if you want to see the video counterpart to this, which I highly encourage because it has a totally different intro than the podcast, which like, you're still going to like, we're doing our own little podcast chit chat first, and then we're going to get into the new moon stuff. So, uh, the video will be very different, but we're still going to talk about a lot of the same stuff. And some of the audio from this podcast will also be on that. So, uh, right now though, I first, before we even jump into catching up or anything, I want to read a little bit from y'all from the uh, Spotify. Some of y'all left some really nice comments that I just really want to talk to you about. So uh, y'all know that my goal for 2023 is to have a million listens. And currently, I feel like I update you in every episode how we're doing, uh, just so you can see the progress as well, because y'all are helping me get to that goal. Uh, We're at 187k plays. That is actually phenomenal. I think the last time we talked, we were at 184k. So that's actually insane that that happened within like, I swear the last time I checked these analytics, it was 184. So that's amazing. Thank you so much. We're, we're totally going to make it to a million listens this year. I really believe it. But a couple of responses from you all that I really wanted to share as like a little shout out, basically, if you comment on the Spotify or if you leave me a review on Apple, uh, basically, that's where I pull these from. But this one comes from Evwin, and they said on this was on the episode I talked about on the podcast where uh, I talked about like healing my relationship with uh, food. And Evelyn said, I loved this an inspiration. I've been implementing intermittent fasting too. And it's so awesome to hear another plus size perspective. So fucking excited to hear you on Mimi. I love you. So thank you so much for that comment. I really appreciate it. And if you want to be a future feature, please be sure to check that out and leave a little info down below, especially if you're on Spotify, you can actually leave comments, but I do check the Apple reviews when I get them too. So This week, y'all, I'm so excited about what is to come. Like it's, I'm trying to like stay in the moment and be here for the week that we're currently in, but we have Saturn and you're going to hear about this a little later in the episode too, but I'm just so excited about it that I can't like breathe. Okay. (laughs) We have Saturn finally, finally leaving Aquarius, which is my natal. Like I have Saturn Aquarius, which many of you know that if you've listened to the podcast for a long time, Uh, but it's finally moving into Pisces after three years of being on top of my natal Saturn. And I feel like I am going to feel I feel like I'm going to feel something that day. Like, I don't know what it's going to feel like. I remember the day that Saturn entered Aquarius. I felt it and it felt 
restrictive. Like it felt like this energy that felt unsettling. And I feel like this is going to be very expansive, very open. And if you have Pisces natally in Saturn for you, uh, this, you're going to feel it too. You're going to feel that shift. Everybody collectively, I feel like feels the shift of Saturn, but people that have it specifically somewhere for them in their chart, that's a little more restrictive, like a Saturn return, a Saturn square, Saturn opposition, or, uh, there's like Saturn, we're always collectively dealing with it. So everybody feels it, but I do feel like it's more intense for those of us that have it somewhere really major impacting us. So I'm, that happens on March 7th, which is the same day as this upcoming full moon tomorrow in Virgo. Um, I cannot wait. I honestly expect to cry. <laughs> I expect to cry. I expect, um, I kind of have like a little ritual planned with myself and I hope that I'm able to execute it. I feel like I'm going to do it come hell or high water because, uh, I live by the beach. Many of y'all know that. And I have this necklace that I bought for myself during the beginning of my Saturn return when things were really fucking hard. And it's the healing amulet from alchemy by Lior Alexandra and I've had a necklace of hers before. I had the prosperity amulet previous to that, which I loved. And I fully feel like that necklace made a difference in my life. But I bought the healing amulet when I was going through my mental health crisis. And I firmly believe, like, you can say what you want. You can say that's some taboo shit or it's not real. I firmly believe that those amulets do something. I firmly believe that that jewelry actually does something for the wearer. And I've been wearing this healing amulet for almost three years. I really do feel like I have healed from this experience and over the last three years from a lot of things that I am planning on the day that Saturn moves into Pisces to go and actually take this necklace and throw it into the ocean. Like fucking Kate Winslet on the Titanic, okay? Or the older lady that plays Kate Winslet's character. Um, I know it seems drama, but I also believe that creating ceremony in life is so epically important. And maybe we should do a future episode talking about getting into ceremony when things feel significant in life, because you can make a ceremony around almost anything. And to me, this will be very ceremonious. I really wanted to have the rising amulet ready for me after the fact, but I just don't think financially I'm going to be able to make that happen right now, which is lame, but you know, it's okay. If the amulet is meant to come to me, it will, and I will be able to have that on that day. Um, so, or like soon after, if it's meant to be in my life and I'm meant to wear it, it will find a way to me somehow is kind of my take on that. But she does have an amulet that she came out with. I want to say it's like her newest one. It's called the rising amulet. Uh, that one, or I could see getting like bliss. Cosmic bliss was another one that I would really like to wear. Maybe I'll just put my prosperity amulet back on. I still have it. Uh, especially because I haven't decided if I'm going to throw, sorry, that was a really loud car. I haven't decided if I'm going to throw the whole necklace into the ocean, like with the chain, or if I'm just going to take the medallion off and keep the chain. I almost feel like it would be more ceremonious to throw the entire thing, like the chain too. 
Um, the chains are really good though. I always buy a bigger chain from her because there's like a chain that the necklace comes on and then you can buy a longer chain. And I always buy the longer chain. Um, mostly because I just like my necklaces to sit longer. Uh, I just, I don't know. I, I like the way that they sit when they're like fully extended. I like a long necklace. So I don't know. I haven't decided on that yet, but that's kind of like my ceremony. I want to make some moon water that day. Something like I actually found this spell, man. We're just talking all things, witch shit, huh? I feel like that's appropriate for a full moon podcast though. I found this spell, uh, in entering Hecate's garden or Hecate's garden. I'm not exactly sure how to say her name. It's really unfortunate. I've heard it pronounced so many different ways too, by multiple different like people from multiple different backgrounds. So I don't know if there really is like one way to say it, but I always say Hecate because that's to me is what it looks like. But I've also heard people say Hecate. So, or I've heard Hecate as well, which I, I've only heard that one like once. I don't know if that is right at all, but in any case, uh, this book, Entering Hakate's Garden by, I'm not actually sure who it's by, but I'll link it down below for you. This book talks about, like, there's all kinds of spell work, but it mainly is focused on, like, working with plant magic or working with herbs. To me, it's a very, very well put together guide. Uh, like, I've read a lot of base level witchcraft books. Like I've read a ton, a ton, a ton of foundational work and I feel like I understand foundational witchcraft. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I think there's always new things to learn, but I do feel that I have a pretty good grasp. And, uh, because of that, sometimes it's hard to find books that teach me something new. Again, I'm not trying to say I know everything. I'm always like trying to have the beginner's mind when I do pick up a book. Even if I have to relearn something, I think that's a good thing. I'm not trying to like pretend that I know it all because I don't. But this is like one of the first books I've ever picked up in witchcraft that felt like something advanced I'd never heard before. And I don't want to say it's just like advanced witchcraft and you couldn't read it. I feel like anybody could pick up this book no matter where you are on your path and it would be super valuable. Even if you're not into witchcraft, I feel like it just teaches you about like even harvesting from the earth in a respectful way. So I don't know. I just really, it's a really great book. But my point is there was a spell in there that I saw for moon water and like a moon elixir, if you will. I've made moon elixirs in the past that have served me extremely well, mostly with hibiscus leaves. But this one said to use palm, pomegranate juice, which totally makes sense to me as we associate the moon with the goddess and the goddess's fruit typically is portrayed by the pomegranate. And I just feel like the pomegranate is so symbolic anyways, like period in spirituality across like so many different cultures, but using pomegranate juice mixed with water with like a sprig of thyme and leaving it out under the full moon. I really want to do this. Uh, last time I made a moon elixir, it worked out really well for me. I also feel the same way about like glamour baths. I've taken a glamour bath before under the full moon and had it work really well for me. Um, I would prioritize that too, but I don't actually have a bath where I live. I have 
a bath that like pops up on my wish list, which I shop from my wish list myself. I'm not like trying to ask for it. Um, but I just haven't had the means to go out and get it yet. But the reason I think it's cool that you could do like a pop-up bath is I have space now at my house where I could actually bathe under the full moon outside if I had the proper container for it. And I plan to do that in the future, create like a little private outdoor space where I can actually bathe under the full moon. Uh, I haven't decided where I want to put that on the property yet because the property we are on is like, it's not huge. Like I have neighbors, but it's the biggest piece of property I've ever lived on. Like, even if I think about like my parents' house, I'm pretty sure the property I currently live on is larger than that. And it's not that the house is huge. There's just a lot of land around it. Um, to me, it's like the perfect size. I don't think I would want anything bigger than this. It would be too much for me to maintain, but there's a lot of outdoor space on the property. And I feel like I could definitely create something private to have like basically me under the full moon bathing in like a private area that I kind of like sequester off. So I haven't decided how I'm going to do it yet. That's definitely a project for this year. I'm thinking like maybe this summer, we just totally went down like eight side stories. My point is I want to make this moon elixir because I feel like I've just been very, very, very disconnected from my craft for the last three years. As I've been working on my mental health, that has been like the focus I feel like my spiritual path, I really haven't had a deep connection and like I have to an extent, but I feel like a lot of the practices I used to do just aren't as entangled in my life as they used to be. And it's funny, actually, one more thing before we get into the full moon predictions and stuff. Um, it's funny, actually, I was watching a new video from the white witch parlor, which if any of y'all remember her, like she didn't go anywhere. Like she, her shop is still running. She still has a YouTube channel. She just isn't as active as she used to be, but she was big in the witch community there for a while. She was one of the first creators that I ever found in the witchcraft community that I really, really, really aligned with her energy. And like, I would consider her early in my path, like a mentor to me, even though she doesn't know me personally. Um, she's on YouTube. She's Jenna. She, her, she goes by the white witch parlor. She also has an online store and she recently put out a video just talking about basically relearning herself and how this impacted what, like how she felt about her craft as well. Like she remembered getting into witchcraft and what used to excite her, what she used to do on the daily for herself. And what were the things that really lit up her soul, her spirit that got her interested in the first place. And when I think about that in my own life, I really think about, it was like 2018. I want to say spring 2018. Okay. This is actually when I dedicated myself a witch. Um, I'm not Wiccan, so I didn't go through any like specific process. I just kind of did my own thing. But this, like, I actually have like a quote unquote witch birthday and it's every March, every March around Ostara, which is the spring equinox here where I live every year around Ostara is my witch birthday. It's like a couple of days in that range. And, um, in fact, 
That'll be 19, 20, 21, 22, 22, five years, five years as a witch, baby. Um, that will be like the, or the thing that I used to do when I was like new in my practice and learning number one, I used to spend hours, hours pouring over books on witchcraft at Barnes and Noble. I had so many books that I had purchased that I would just spend so much time flipping through because I just wanted to learn. And so like that, then I had like a two hour morning practice every single day. And it wasn't like it was so intense or crazy. Like there was not really any spell work involved, but every morning I would put on chakra music from meditative mind. I've always used them. I love their music. I would put on chakra music or some kind of like binaural beats. And then I would light incense. I would light some kind of candle, usually with an intention And I would read my tarot cards and I would also teach myself tarot. I would like look at the descriptions and I started making flashcards for my tarot cards to learn them better. Um, And I also would journal. I journaled a lot during that time period. And I would just read any book I could get my hands on that had to do with witchcraft, magic, practicing magic. And then I also like stretched and did sun salutations every single day. I would do at least like three to 10 of them every day. And I would just like breathe deeply and spend time with myself. My phone was always on do not disturb like 20 circa, like late 2017 into 2018. That was the true selfish year. Like Chloe Taylor had a selfish year where I didn't talk to anyone. I really stopped talking to my family at that time. I really only like connected with friends that really saw me and understood me. I'd gone through so many friendship breakups at that time. And it was just like a really, my sister had also passed away like a few months prior. She passed away the September before uh, in 2017. And you would think I would have been really sad. And I was for like a few months after that happened, but I felt like I really came alive in 2018. Like I really felt like that was the time period where I just, I knew self-development already. I'd learned so much about psychology already. I knew a lot, but this is to me where like my spirit came into the practice too. And I felt like I was practicing what I was preaching. I was fucking talking the talk and I was walking the walk. And I feel like I've really just disconnected with that over the last three years because it's been such a mental focused time that I've really been trying to ask myself what I can do to get back to that like two hours every morning on my own, no technology, no, like, I mean, music on my TV, but like just really honoring myself because now I got into this like really weird habit wherever I, whenever I have free time, if I'm not spending it being social, I feel anxious. And I think that comes honestly from like overworking and hustle culture where I'll just like work, 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 work. And then I feel bad because I have to tell so many people no when I'm trying to like make a flourishing business But then when my free time is available, I feel like I have to fill it with everybody else because I keep telling people no. So that's like a whole problem. Chloe needs to have better boundaries with work and people. And I think honestly, I could easily slip back into that. 
but it just, I don't know. It made me just like really think about my early practice and what brought me so much peace and how can I find that peace again? How can I come back to that like slow mornings and really just to me, I was embracing like I still had problems. Don't get me wrong. Like I have journal entry upon journal entry of like dealing with anxiety and dealing with a lot of mental health stuff, dealing with familial relationships. Like it's not like that was a cakewalk, but I do feel that at that time I did have more peace. And I ultimately think it was because I had a deep relationship with myself and it's just something I don't feel like I've had as much over the last few years, not in the way that I used to. And I've been really like taking time to kind of recultivate that and relearn that because it's important to me. And I think a deep relationship with the self is something that's always worth taking the time for. So recently, like this week, I don't know how we got on this topic, y'all, but we're just going to go with it. <laughs> this week, actually, I started to uh, wake up a little bit earlier again. I've kind of been letting myself sleep in. Not anything crazy. Like, I've been getting up at, like, 9, which is not that late. Like, I feel like that's still early for me. Um, getting up at, like, 9. 10, to me, is always the cutoff. I don't like to be in bed after 10. So... Uh, getting up around like nine and I really have prioritized the last few days getting up even earlier and just trying to have a morning by myself, like while my husband is still sleeping and, you know, lighting incense and turning on my chakra music and just getting out my journal. And I started reading that Hakate's garden, you know, reading or entering Hakate's garden, because that was the stuff that just brought me so much peace. I picked a single tarot deck and I've been working with dreams of Gaia, which is like one of my favorite decks of all time. And just really, pondering over myself and like giving myself time and space to just exist without the rest of the world needing my attention. And it's going really well so far. I feel like I have like a good thing going, but I'll, I'll keep you posted on that, how it like continues to develop. But I hope that somebody maybe needed to hear all of that, but I'm going to go ahead and start rolling the audio for the rest of this episode, which is all about the full moon in Virgo, your specific prediction for your sun moon rising though. Please always check your rising because it's going to be the most accurate and I'm going to tell you all about it. So let's get into that. Dang, this mocktail, by the way, is the vibe. Like, Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I, you're always going to catch me drinking on this channel because it, 
you're always going to catch, like, I'm not drinking alcohol, but you're always going to catch me with a fancy glass because when you have the option to drink your drink out of a wine glass, why would you not? Why is that not the auto response? Mmm. So good. And I love that juice because there's no sugar added. Okay. <sighs> per the usual, we're going to go ahead and get into a little bit of self-care. So we're going to start with the steamer because y'all know how much I love that. So we're going to pull this hair right out of my face and we're going to get into it. Yeah. Okay. I feel like I don't even really need to pull my hair up because that just kind of works. So we're going to turn the steamer on, hope that she's not loud. And also let me get some of this coffee in my life because, mm, mm, bless. Okay. We're also going to be using that face oil again. We're going to start with lymphatic drainage. In fact, I'm going to go ahead and take these off because they are dry. Oh, actually, this is a really good time to tell you while we're getting this going, that this episode is also a podcast, which has a totally different intro where I talked about like some other witchy stuff. Um, this episode is a podcast though. And the podcast, we talk about like witch stuff under the full moon. Uh, so if you want to give it a listen, I would definitely encourage that. And, um, what else? What else? What else? New episodes every Monday, Avi, on the podcast. It's called Divine Authenticity. There are always more episodes of the podcast than there are videos like this. So definitely make sure that you're listening to the podcast every Monday. My goal for this year is, excuse me, my goal for this year is actually like, let me, let your astrology bestie tell you about her dreams for a second. Okay. My goal for this year is to hit a million listens on my podcast. That's like my number one. If I could do that, I would be floored. And I feel like we're already well on our way. Like the podcast currently has 187K listens. Now that is accumulated over three years because the podcast is three years old. So it's not like we just did that in 2023, but my goal is to hit that million before the end of the year. So um, if you want to help a girl do that, please make sure you also go check out the podcast. It's available everywhere you listen to podcasts, new episodes every Monday at 4.44 a.m. Pacific time. And uh, it's a good time. Okay, we're going to go ahead and start with some lymphatic drainage massage. So we're going to open up the lymph nodes. Oh. Y'all know the drill. Oh, it feels so good. This is like my favorite way to do self-care. And then like, we're talking about astrology today. This is just like, this is my idea of a good time. I hope you're also doing your skincare or like you have a nice bevy for yourself. Like just, just be on FaceTime with me. Okay. Be on FaceTime with me. We're going to pray to the almighty planet Jupiter that the fucking Amazon truck driver doesn't come to my house right now because I do once again have a package that is out for delivery, uh, which I'm telling y'all, I really don't buy that much from Amazon, but I needed new toothpaste and the toothpaste that I like is not sold in stores. So, um, it's in like one of my past favorites videos, but 
the toothpaste that I use, you can't get it in store. You have to buy it online. Uh, and we're literally like out of toothpaste. I've been squeezing the end of that tube for like two weeks longer than I ever should have had to. So we're having a hard time. Anyways, um, oh, she feels so good. Just like last time. I feel like I'm having a hard time like being in the zone because this just feels so correct, especially under the steam. Like if y'all want to try this, I of course link everything down below for you. My steamer that I like to use. Um, if I can link any of like the drink stuff, I will too, though. I don't know if you can buy Trader Joe's juice online. Maybe you might be able to, I've seen their yuzu sauce on Amazon before, um, which that stuff is the bomb, but I will of course like link my steamer and all of that. If you want to have a little self-care sesh with your astro bestie. Okay. Let's talk about this full moon that's coming up. It's in Virgo. It's on March 7th at 16 degrees Virgo. And this day I expect to cry, to be honest, you may, you may not. I will tell you the signs that are going to be more impacted by this full moon are anybody that has a mutable sign, sun, moon rising, or like major mutable energy. So the mutable signs are Pisces, Virgo, uh, Sagittarius, and Gemini. So all of y'all, it's going to be a little bit of an emotional reset. Um, I also want to give an honorable mention to anybody with Aquarius in Saturn or anybody with Pisces in Saturn, because that same day of this full moon, Saturn is actually going to be moving out of Aquarius and into the sign of Pisces. I have been waiting three years for this transit to take place and it's time. <laughs> I'm so ready for Saturn to be out of my everything. I put out a video last week. If you want to go listen to it, I'll link it down below where we did this same thing. And I talked to you all about the Saturn transit and how it's going to impact you specifically, whether you have Saturn in Pisces or wherever Saturn like is for you, uh, based off of your rising sign, sun, moon and rising, but based off of your rising, what this transit is going to mean for you, because it does impact everyone regardless of if you have Saturn in Pisces or not. But, um, sorry, I'm trying to remember what is next. My brain just kind of died a little bit. <laughs> um, but if you have Saturn in Pisces or not, or Saturn in Aquarius or not, this is still a transit that impacts everybody. And it's happening the same day as the full moon. And it's a transit that is going to last for the next three years. So this is like a deeply impactful one. Um, the other thing I want to say is an honorable mention for Sagittarius, um, Sagittarius risings like myself, we're going to talk a little bit about it later, but this is also like the high point in your chart. You're having like an ending in, so like your 10th house, your mid heaven, it's the high point in your chart, your glory, your work, your career, what you give to the public. I feel like I really, during any full moon discussion, need to start talking about people's midheavens because I feel like they always are kind of big endings to something a little more serious or, you know, it just, anyway, we'll get into that a little bit later, but I wanted to give an honorable mention. So this full moon, what do we know about full moons? First of all, full moons are usually endings, unless it's an eclipse. Eclipses are a little more dramatic. This is not an eclipse. Um, full moons are usually the closure to a six month cycle. So I want you to think about what were you doing six months ago 
And this would be when the sun was in Virgo. Okay. So sun would be in Virgo at the end of August, early September. So this is going to be like August 21st ish to September 21st ish, somewhere in that range. This is when you would have been dealing with like new beginnings in this area of your life, a new beginning in your career, um, a new beginning in, I mean, for me, it would be career, but like a new beginning in multiple different areas, which we'll get into the specifics in a little bit, but it also could have just been like generally because Virgo deals with our health, our routines, our wellness, uh, domestic animals, as well as um, service to others. So I do feel like work can fall into this for many people just because it is giving some kind of service to others. But my point to this is that you would have started something new around that time last year or like committed to something, maybe a new health routine, something like that. And this is kind of the closure of that transit. So what, where in your life do you, this can, I mean, I also want to say that like, just because I'm giving you the specifics of this full moon, it doesn't mean that it can't bring closure to other areas of your life too. Full moons are just like really good for doing that period. So just think about that time in your life and maybe kind of revisit like my favorite way to do this. If you don't know, if you're one of those people like myself, that's like, girl, I don't even know what I was doing three days ago, let alone six months ago, go into your phone and look through your albums. If you're on an iPhone, I don't know about Android. Unfortunately, I can't help you with that. But if you're on Apple, you can sort your photo albums by month and go back to August, September and see what was going on in my life. I went through, it wasn't dramatic, but I went through a friendship breakup with a Virgo, which is kind of funny. I mean, it's not funny. It was very sad. Actually, it was very sad. I did not want to let this person go, but I really saw a pattern in my own life that needed to be healed. And this person person unfortunately was a big trigger for it and no like shade intended against them at all. They are such a wonderful person. I think nothing but like highly of them and honestly miss them sometimes because like we had a lot of fun together, but ultimately some people, no matter like whether they're like good or bad, some people just will trigger certain things within you. And I don't know why I'm talking to you about friendship now, but like the point is I went through a friendship breakup at that time. And I went through this crazy recommitment to myself at the time. And it was actually a really good, like it was very, very sad, but it catapulted me into really doing a lot of healing work with myself. And like, I got really into the superhuman app at the time, which I talk about all the time on my podcast, especially, uh, I got really into just like taking care of myself and my own health and my own mental and physical well-being at the time. And honestly, it was a really like selfish time for me, but in like the best way, I, I was really happy. Like after the heartbreak, I was really happy. Um, and isn't that just kind of the damnedest thing when you like go through something in your life and the moment you like clear energy that isn't serving you, whether it's people, places, situations, ideas, outdated beliefs, you know, it's like immediately the universe brings beautiful things into your life. And again, that's not a knock on the person. I really want to make that clear. I literally hope nothing but the best for them in their life. I really genuinely from my whole heart mean that. Um, I do not hold like ill will for that person at 
all. I genuinely think they were a healer for me in the sense that they pinpointed without really doing anything but being themselves, they pinpointed something in me that I really needed to break through. So like it was a good thing that this person was in my life at the time, but it was also really healthy for me to let them go. Um, and like, that's what I was doing six months ago. So really interesting. I feel like I'm going to get some kind of like interesting closure on that. But in any case, um, I did take some notes. So we're going to look at that. Um, the other thing I want to say about this full moon before we dive into like specific predictions is this full moon. Let me get a little sip actually. Mm. So good. Oh my gosh. This feels so good. Like you don't have to buy this face steamer. I, like I said, of course it's linked, but like you can get one for like $20 on Amazon. This is like the best $20 I've, or I think mine was more, but I know people that have bought them cheaper and they also work great. It's not me trying to sell you on something genuinely like do this for yourself. It feels so good. I feel like it feels even better this time because I'm like in the steam more. Last time I think I had my steamer too far away from me and it just feels so good. And then I had like my eye jellies on. I got my two drink, actually three drinks. I didn't show you my water. I've got water too. Always. I'm so like, they say that this is like a trait of like ADHD and or autism where you have to have like five beverages. I have a drink that's my mocktail. I have water and I have some hot coffee here. Like she's just living her best life. I don't get dehydrated. I moisturize it daily. Lizzo. Mm, so good. Okay. So the other thing I wanted to say about this moon is that this moon maybe will feel very uncomfortable for most of us. And that is because it's a Virgo full moon, right? Virgo is the sign that is heavily analytical and the moon does not enjoy that. The moon is emotional. It's creative. It's expansive. It's free. And so having Virgo in the, or having the moon in Virgo, it's uncomfortable. Virgo wants to analyze. Virgo wants to make sense of, excuse me. Oh my God. Virgo wants to make sense of something that you can't really make sense of. Your emotions are not something that you're meant to just make sense of, right? We have to feel through them. So I do feel like this moon can be a little uncomfortable just because the moon does not really enjoy being in Virgo. It's just not happy there. Um, and that doesn't mean if you're a Virgo moon that like your life is fucking doomed or anything. It just means that you may have a harder time feeling through things you want to mentally process and like logic everything. So just keep that in mind. Um, we talked about Saturn changing signs. Oh, we also have, um, Mars. I want to say it's the, it's, it's Mars in Gemini is actually squaring this full moon, um, which definitely is kind of just like pissy, petty energy. So I would definitely say over this full moon, especially because Virgo and Gemini both deal with Mercury. They're ruled by Mercury. This is like communication. To me, this is like petty communication. It's people being petty. It's bitchy. It's petty. Like just don't get caught up in bullshit with other people. Get deep in your do not disturb era. Okay. This is where we put the phone on do not disturb. And we just don't talk to nobody over the full moon for three days. I really am that person. I will plan my socializing around the moon because 
like, do I want to talk to somebody when that is happening? No. Uh, I feel like it just kind of makes communication a little bit difficult and it's just, it's annoying. It's not like, oh, this is going to be terrible. Everybody's going to be mad at each other. It's just annoying. It's annoying. And we're just not really having like cute conversations. So is that all I want to say about that? Yeah. It's just like, you know, the full moon always brings heightened emotions, endings, closure. Um, and sometimes I want to, I want to say that like closure isn't always somebody actually giving you closure. It's you finding closure in this sector of your life. And I'm going to tell you specifically which, oh, that was actually perfect. My camera died right when I was putting my steamer, like my steamer turned off right when my camera died. So it was actually kind of perfect. It was like the perfect moment to change over my stuff. So um, that's what I was saying though, is that this full moon, it brings a heightened sense of emotion endings, closure around a specific area of your life that I'm going to tell you about. So the, basically I would say, look for your rising. Of course, um, we're going to run through these kind of quickly. I'm not actually planning to spend like a ton, a ton of time here, but well, I know me though. And I'm such a chatty little bitch. So we might be here a minute, but, um, I will try to timestamp these for YouTube for the podcast. Unfortunately, you're just going to either have to listen or skip ahead. Um, but check your sun, moon rising. We're going to start with Virgo and then go from Aries down through the Zodiac. So ending with Pisces, um, so first and foremost, if you are a Virgo rising sun or moon, but like I said, I read these for the rising, they're intended for risings. Uh, if you are a Virgo sun, moon rising, mainly rising, um, this is all about you yourself, right? This is about the, um, yes, I am literally squirting a beauty blender. I do what I want. Um, this is literally about you. It's all about your self image, who you are. Um, this is a fresh start, a new beginning. And like, it's to me, it's an ending, but with endings, sometimes new beginnings can start, but I also feel like the new moons are really for beginnings, but also don't let me tell you how to use your moon. Okay. <laughs> so I feel like, honestly, if you are a Virgo rising, I feel like when you have your full moon on your rising, I usually feel like it's a good experience personally. Um, I can't say how every person's experience is for them, but when it's for me, I always feel like a Sagittarius full moon cause I'm a Sag rising is like fun. I enjoy those full moons. Um, so I don't look at this as being like a bad time. I think ultimately it has potential to be like really nice for you. Um, and ultimately just know that something that has to do with you, your self image, how you see yourself is going to shift. You're going to gain some closure on something in your life that revolves literally around you and how you view yourself in this world. Now, um, if you are an Aries rising, this is actually happening in your Virgo house. So you're going to have some kind of ending when it comes to your health. And this isn't like me telling you that you're going to miraculously heal from some like long-term ailment. It's not like that. Um, I can't predict stuff like that. And I don't think most people in this community would, um, I feel like you should really like seek medical attention. If that is what you are needing, please do not use this as like a diagnosis that you're going to miraculously heal or something like that. This could literally be just you gaining closure on maybe a past health situation or finally feeling like your health is getting into a better place. Like you don't need to focus so intensely on it. Um, I would also say that 
especially because this deals with domestic animals too. This can often bring, um, I don't want to say endings with animals, but honestly, it can even bring, um, just like deeper connection with animals. Um, it can also bring you maybe some closure with coworkers, uh, with people that you connect with on a day-to-day -day basis. I also really like this moon. If you feel like you're somebody that overworks yourself in some area of your life, I often feel like this is a really great full moon to kind of release like workaholic tendency for you. So that's what's going on with Aries. Taurus, this is actually going to be in your, um, dating house. So, um, I would say just kind of expect that you're getting closure in an area of, of like dating. You're getting closure maybe on somebody who ghosted you. Um, this can also be closure on just something that isn't really fulfilling you or bringing you happiness in life because this specific transit also deals with like your joy, your childlike wonder and joy specifically. So, I do feel like with this, you can often see where like things that aren't making you happy, aren't serving you. You really gain closure on them and kind of move on and you reconnect to that sense of childlike wonder. Uh, if you are a Gemini rising, this is going to be happening. You're getting some closure on a housing situation. So this could be like your actual physical home, but this can also be uh, your relationship to your inner world, because I always believe when it comes to this transit, even though it is our physical home, I also feel that what we experience inside is often reflected outside too. So if you're really deeply un unsettled in your inner world, your actual physical home is going to have a lot of complication, right? So I also feel like this kind of can blend into our inner world if we're not uh, paying enough attention to it. But to me, this is closure on a housing situation. Uh, it could be that you're actually gaining closure on like, you could literally close on a home, though I wouldn't really, I wouldn't, with this full moon, I don't really think it's a good time to sign contracts, to be honest with you. I just, I feel like especially because we have, it's a full moon in Virgo, which is ruled by Mercury. And then we have this full moon squaring Mars in Gemini, which is like also mercurial and Mercury is our communicator. I just feel like, you know, signing contracts, you know, before, or maybe a few days after the full moon would be okay, but I would not recommend this full moon for that, for actually like signing contracts on the day. I just don't feel like it's good for that. Sorry, I need a face wipe for my hands. My hands are all dirty now. Last time we did this video, I didn't blend the inner corners of my eyes and you could totally tell that they were just like bare. Um, and I, it was triggering me when I was seeing the edited footage. So I was like, we need to get in there this time. Um, Okay. In any case, this just deals also a little bit with your childhood. So you might find that you're gaining closure on your actual childhood, something that went, um, now please remember, like, I'm not a therapist. I'm not saying like the shit that happened in your childhood is just going to miraculously go away. But I do feel like sometimes this can be like healing from childhood, healing from, um, just gaining closure maybe on something from childhood. Okay. Um, I'm trying to give like all the options, but know that it's going to impact each of you differently. 
even if you're like five of you were in a room together and you're all Gemini risings, you're all probably going to deal with something different because your lives day to day are different than each other's. Uh, now moving on to cancer, if you're a cancer rising, this is actually going to be closure or an ending in how you network, how you communicate, how you socialize. Uh, maybe you're somebody in the past, especially a cancer rising that you've kind of always been the support system, or you've been somebody that like lets other people kind of bleed onto you. Uh, cancer risings have like the biggest hearts. So I could definitely see that. I have a lot of cancer risings in my life too. Um, literally I know so many of you and I think it's because cancer risings have Taurus in their 11th. And the 11th house is friendship. So I feel like Cancer Rising see Tauruses as friends, which is cute. Um, I love that for us because I love Cancers. But <clears throat> Cancer Rising, this is an ending on communication and like some some type of way that you do social networking. So if you're big on social media, social networking, something of that regard, you can just expect something here to change, be altered or end. Um, this also deals with siblings to a degree. So you could also see like something ending with siblings. If there's been, you know, any kind of contention or, um, something that maybe has been like a long standing thing, right? We can see those things end during this kind of full moon. Um, moving on to Leo, if you're a Leo rising, this is an ending to, I would say like possibly like financial peril or like financial, financial crisis. If you feel like your finances haven't really been making sense lately, this is definitely a time period where your finances can really improve and get better. Uh, it's like an ending to not finances being good, but I feel like it's an ending to maybe a way that your finances or your financial situation really hasn't been serving you. So I like that. I look forward to that for you. Uh, Libra, this is actually in your uh, house of healing. So I would say for this full moon, this full moon for you, Libra might actually be a little more dramatic in the sense that when it comes to, Oh, I didn't even realize that Libra. I learned something new about astrology every day. I swear Libra, you kind of always deal with like analytical thinking around healing. And it honestly probably doesn't give you a lot of patience with other people when they're like dealing with some nonsense. You're the person that's like, ah, we logically thought about it. Let's just move on. Um, but I do feel like this full moon, you're healing, uh, something very like specific, uh, like it could be some, some like emotional upset of some kind. You're really working through the healing of it though. And I feel like for you, this might be a moon that's a little more intense, uh, just because I do find that going through the house of Pisces can be, oh, sorry, punched you, can be a little bit more intense in general. Just whatever I have a new or full moon going through my 12th house of Pisces, I just feel like those are more intense for me. So this might be a little bit more intense. You might be crying for sure. Um, but... I don't want you to think that you're just going to be like a sad sack the entire full moon. Like something I want to remind you when I say like, I told y'all earlier in, in this uh, video slash podcast that I felt like I was going to cry on the full moon. I love to cry. <laughs> I don't see this as a bad thing. Crying actually helps our body release cortisol. And when we release cortisol, uh, 
uh, it's literally the stress hormone. So we're releasing stress from our body when we allow ourselves to cry. And I don't see crying as a bad thing. I actually look forward to it when I, I like, I get frustrated when I can't cry. So I think crying is a beautiful thing. I think we need to relearn about it as a society and not fear it so much. Also, I don't know where my tweezers are and I have a serious mustache hair right here and it's actually driving me nuts, but it's okay. We're just gonna do what we can and we're just gonna pretend it's not there because you know what? Hair on the body is normal and I'm a girl with PCOS. So sometimes I have hair in places that I don't want it and that's fine. Um, Okay, moving on to Scorpio. This is going to be an ending to a friendship. So this could be an actual friendship breakup. It could be boundaries in a friendship. Just something in your friendship sector needs to end or be changed. Or maybe you're like getting over a past friendship breakup too. I've seen that be something that happens. But ultimately your friendship sector. I also feel like this kind of full moon deals with your hopes, wishes, dreams. So this could also be like letting go of not a current dream. Like if it's still on your heart and something you really want in this lifetime, this isn't me telling you give up on your dream because no, quite the opposite. If it's desired by you, it's destined for you, but there might be some dreams, wishes, plans, goals that you have that actually aren't in alignment with you anymore. And it's okay to let those ones go, but the ones that still really make your heart sing, you know, definitely keep those. But I'm just saying this might be a good time for you to ask yourself what you really want out of life. And if you're currently not in a position where you feel like you're on your way to that, it's time to kind of re-strategize, re-evaluate. Now, Moving on to Sagittarius. Sag, this one's kind of big for us, bestie. Uh, if y'all didn't know, now you do. I'm a Sagittarius rising. So I feel like I am like the resident Sag rising that I always spend the most time talking to you. <laughs> like Sagittarius always gets a big segment in these videos because I'm very familiar with that energy because it's my energy. Uh, so how does it feel to be God's favorite? Because literally you get to come here and hear the most about you. But Sagittarius Risings, this is about your career and your long-term goals, which I just got done telling uh, Scorpio Risings, they're like big dreams, but that's like pie-in-the-sky dreams, okay? These are like our actual tangible things that we see for ourselves in the future and like having a plan to get there. Um, this is also a reset in, sen in the sense of your career and it's if you don't have a career, because I also really want to say, I think we do Capricorn because this is a Capricorn transit that we're going through. We do Capricorn really dirty in astrology by making Capricorn like literally a capitalist. Like we do Capricorn so dirty in the Western world. So I don't want to make this all about the career, but if you are a career person like I am, I do feel like this is really important because you're actually going to be re-strategizing what you want for your career. And you're going to be letting go of parts of your career that just no longer serve the person that you're becoming. And I actually am looking forward to this moon, especially because it's the same day that Saturn moves. Also, yes, I know I'm using a conspiracy palette. Yes, I know we canceled the people who made this, but I don't believe in cancel culture. And girl, I paid a lot of money for this. I was not trying to just throw it away. Um, also, I don't think you can even buy it anymore. So I don't really feel like I'm giving it publicity. But <clears throat> um, yeah, I paid a lot of money for this and I was not about to throw it away. 
uh, I could get on such a fucking tangent about how boycotts don't even do what we think they do. And so much of activism, activism is just pomp and circumstance on social media. And it makes me so fucking mad. <sighs> It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Maybe we'll cut this part out of the video and the podcast because Chloe, you don't need to be problematic online. Um, you're acting very much like you're sad rising and not like you're fucking mid heaven that everybody wants to see. I'm just saying. Um, in any case, where was I going with that? You know what though? These shadows are very like fallout. They have like a lot of pigment, but I feel like they're very loose. Got to be kind of careful with them. Okay. Um, as I was saying though, Sag Risings, this is really just a huge emphasis on your long-term vision, especially, I don't know about y'all. Maybe it's because I've been in my Saturn return. So it's like hitting hard, but I feel like my career has been in a really weird place lately. And Honestly, it's why I'm making videos like this. I'm trying to do things that like re-inspire my creativity instead of just making pick a cards every single week. Cause it's instead of just making pick a cards every week, because that's fun. Don't get me wrong. I love reading people's cards, but it's not the only thing that I love. So, um, I've just been like making new stuff because I feel like I've missed that. But in any case, this is just kind of an ending in your career, your long-term goals. If you're somebody that is a goal, goal, G-O-A-L, digger like myself, I feel like this is a necessary full moon that we've been needing to really re-strategize how we want to keep moving forward in our career. And this can also be a dramatic ending to... Um, to honestly, like kind of like what I was saying with Scorpio, cause I just feel like they're a little bit similar this month in some ways. This is also letting go of like past goals that you wanted to see actualize at one time. And now you just don't really care about them. Um, and it's okay to let those things go. You don't have to keep promises to anyone or, um, any, like any past versions of yourself don't really have to have a say if that makes sense. So sorry. I feel like I just rambled at you for a long time, Sag, but, uh, next up we have Capricorn. This is an ending in your academic life, like things that you want to know, learn, uh, you could literally be like graduating or something. This is also an ending to like, it could be like deciding you don't want to travel as much anymore. Like maybe you were really gung ho about travel and now you're like, nah, I'm just like not really feeling it. Um, so it could be like even like a change in travel plans. No, I'm just like not very good at drawing straight lines of any kind. Um, okay. Sorry, Capricorn. So this could be like an ending of travel of some kind. Uh, it could be like deciding to kind of lay low for a little bit. Maybe travel plans get canceled. Um, and also like anything academically that you've been into things that you've been learning, you're putting kind of an end to something, uh, Aquarius, this is all about your spirituality and also like debts, taxes, collections, things like that. So this could be literally like paying off debt or, um, coming to a place where you're, 
uh, you're like moving on from debt, but also possibly getting rid of like outdated spiritual beliefs or religious beliefs or restrictions. And especially with Saturn moving off of your rising, that's going to feel really good for you on this day. Uh, and then Pisces, lastly, this is an ending in partnerships, relationships, contracts. So this could be like, please know that if you're in a healthy place in your relationship, this doesn't mean you're just going to like break up. But like if shit is already unhealthy, this could be an actual breakup or the releasing of a contract of some kind. So it could also be like ending a contract that was already naturally coming to an end. Like don't let this be something that's just going to scare you. Uh, but Pisces, please remember that we do have Saturn entering your sign. So I do feel like there's going to be some restriction coming in for you, um, possibly even around partnerships and contracts as well at the same time, because Saturn moving into your sign might cause this full moon to be a little more serious for you. And that is ultimately what I have for this full moon. Let me go ahead and put my lipstick on. Um, I, I also love this stuff cause it's like non-transferable too. Like the Kat Von D, which she doesn't even own the brand anymore before anybody freaks out. Um, it's like totally operated by somebody else now, but they've kept her name and label on it, which I don't know why, because I feel like her name like ruined the brand. You would think they would want to rename the brand, but they didn't. Um, it's like totally operated by different people now. I don't want to do my hair. I never want to do my hair. Um, okay. So that is all that I have for you. I hope this like talking, like we're on FaceTime about the full moon while I get ready, do my makeup, get cute, get cute and, uh, adorable for you was a fun time. Let me know. So many of you in the last one asked for more of these videos. So I decided to make another one. I also kind of want to put some clips in my hair. If y'all are still here, except I don't know where my red clips are. I have a pair of red butterfly clips. And I don't know where they went. Oh no, there went my jewelry. Not my jewels. Where's my jewel? Actually, I do not promote smoking on my channel. I think smoking is bad for your health. And I would hope that you wouldn't do it. Um, I have like these little clippies, but where's the rest of my clippies? Like, see, I have like these that are really cute. And then I also have these yellow ones too. And then I have all these other colors, but I don't know where they are. I could just do these brown ones. I wanted to put the red ones in. I'm trying to grow out my bangs because they're not even the same length right now. Like, don't talk to me about the bangs I ruined during Mercury in retrograde. Uh, last time it was in retrograde. Don't talk to me about it. I don't want to talk about it. But... Um, I think I told y'all I'm doing a bangless year in 2023. I'm not cutting new bangs because somebody told me one time that I have a big forehead or actually a few people in my family because family are the worst. And I just don't want to have bangs anymore because why would I ever listen to somebody else's opinion of my looks? Like how stupid, why do we, why do any of us listen ever to anybody else's opinion of what we look like? Isn't my opinion of myself the most important one, you know? Also, I am like loving, I think I tried to do this in the last video too. I'm really, really, really loving that the butterfly clip trend is back. 
I just think she is so cute. She's so like 2000s slash 90s. She's here and I'm just really here for it, especially because I don't really feel like I got to participate when I was that age. So I'm really happy I get to participate now. I feel like my makeup looks way better today than it did in the last one that we did. Um, in any case, I hope that this video and podcast were helpful for you. I hope that this was fun and entertaining and you enjoyed doing a little self-care, having a few little bevies with me. And I hope you enjoy this full moon. Let yourself cry if you want to cry about it. It's all good. Crying is therapeutic. Please remember that, that it's good for your body to cry. Your body literally helps you to de-stress. And so many of us were taught to suppress that. And it makes me so fucking mad at any parent that's like, don't cry or I'll give you something to cry about it. I want to punch your parent in the throat if they did that to you. Um, my parents did shit like that and I want to punch them in the throat. So, you know, if you feel like crying, cry it out. It's all good. Um, if you feel like, you know, this ending in this area of your life, I feel like ultimately it's going to feel good. Um, I'm anticipating it. I'm looking forward to it, but ultimately, like, I want to say something that I didn't really say is that Virgo is also really into like caring for the self. So like self-care wellness, this kind of shit that we did today, very on brand for Virgo. So uh, if you want to like get into that on the full moon, get into like doing a little, little self-care, um, all the links for all the things are down below and I love you so much. Please take good care of yourself. Enjoy this full moon. And please do not forget when you stand on your own authenticity, you empower everyone around you to do the same. If you love this video and you want to support content like this, please, for the love, join the Patreon. Patreon is literally the reason that I'm able to create things that are like outside of the box because without Patreon support, like I'm just going to say it, AdSense does not pay the bills. So like Patreon is the reason that I still get to be a creator the way that I am. So if you ever wanted to help a girl out, support me in any way, if you are able to, please consider joining the Patreon. You get a bunch of free content every single week, access to like some insane amount of posts that unlock the moment you join. I want to say we're at like 300 plus posts now. Um, community nights, this upcoming community night, we're doing a planning session for the Aries new moon. It's going to be after the Aries new moon later this month, but we're actually going to sit on like a call. Like we're actually going to FaceTime. Um, it's going to be a Google hangout, but like we're literally going to FaceTime. So so it's like the same thing. Um, we're going to call. You can bring your planning supplies. You can choose to be on video on mic, or you can choose to just like be silent and tune in to everybody that's there. Um, it's literally a community hangout for us. So I'm really looking forward to it, especially for Aries season. If you want to join the Patreon, it's a good time to do it, to come and join that event. And the last time I hosted an event like that, I want to say just for like Anybody that gets like afraid that it's going to be overwhelming. Um, number one, you don't have to talk or show your face if you don't want to. And number two, it's usually a really intimate group of people. Even though we have like over 300 patrons right now, I want to say the last event we hosted, maybe like 15 people showed up to the event. So they're usually pretty intimate. They're not usually like this huge, like multiple hundreds of people showing up kind of thing. So um, at least that's not what I ever anticipate. So if you want to join in like an intimate setting where we get to hang out and just plan together, please consider joining and also give the podcast a listen, share it with somebody that, you know, because our goal is to hit that million listeners this year. And is there anything else? 
I mean, our discord community always that's free to anybody that just wants to talk to like-minded individuals from the community. We have, I want to say we're, we're like at a thousand members on discord. Now there's a witch chat. There's a crystals chat. There's a, um, there's a general chat. There's like an uplifting news only. There's an emotional venting space. So if you want to join our community and chat with others, it's just like actual like text chat. You don't have to get into a call or anything. Please join the discord. It's free and it's fun. And I feel like I'm forgetting something. Anyways, all my links are going to be down below. <laughs> That's all. I love you so much, bestie. And uh, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for letting me express myself in new and interesting ways. These videos are so fun to make. And I'll talk to you on Friday for another upload. We're going to pick a card next time. So pick a card on Friday. I love you so much. And I'll see you there. Bye.